counsellor or a psychotherapist wanting to attract more clients more simply, then you, lovely person, are in the right place. Because I'm here to help you navigate marketing and remove any confusion and overwhelm that you might feel. Oh, and ditch that critical, nagging inner voice too. So each week I'll offer you inspiration, motivation and practical advice so you can get your marketing done and then get on with your life. I'm Jane Travis and welcome to the Grow Your Private Practice show. It's great to have you here. Hi and welcome back. And if it's your first time here, it's fantastic that you found us. Welcome. So We've got a special episode today. It's really, really hard to believe that this is even happening, but this is actually episode number 100. I mean, that's quite phenomenal for me. Yeah, I just literally can't believe it. So what I'm going to do in this episode is I'm going to share with you some lessons that I've learned from having this podcast, but I'm also going to talk about the pros and cons that I've sort of experienced of podcasting. So podcasting is something that's quite popular these days and it doesn't take too much to get started. So it might be that you've been thinking about starting your own podcast. So yeah, I've got some pros and cons for you. So you can sort of put that in the mix of, you know, deciding whether you want to do it. I've also put together a free resource for you so you can get all the different, like very often in a, well, not very often, not as often as I'd like to, to be honest, but sometimes I put together a free resource that goes with um, one of the episodes. So what I've done is I've put together a resource that's got all the resources in so that you can get all of those free resources and I'm going to share those with you as well. So um, you can get hold of those all for free, obviously. So let's get started. So firstly, why was it that I decided to start a podcast when, to be honest, I keep talking about how much I really love blogging and I do love blogging. I've done blogging for many, many years and I I love it. It gives me such creativity. I find that it's, it's just right down my alley, to be honest. So why would I want to change? Well, if you know anything about me, you'll know that, um, well, there were two reasons really. Firstly, I started thinking about podcasting when I released my book. So I released my Grow Your Private Practice book, which is available on on Amazon if you want to go and check it out. I released the Grow Your Private Practice book in the December of 2019. It had been such a massive undertaking. You know, writing a book is, is a big thing and it had taken most of the year. And it had involved, obviously, a lot of writing, like so much writing that to be honest, I just needed a break from writing. And, you know, the second reason is really that the book was a massive challenge. I mean, it was a really, really massive challenge. And I love a challenge. So, you know, when the book was finished, I sort of didn't really have anything new to focus on. So I was ready to find another challenge. So, you know, and I recommend that you do this. I really recommend giving yourself challenges. So, you know, in private practice, a challenge is a great way to stay interested, to push yourself. And I always recommend to my members of the Grow Your Private Practice membership, choose something and concentrate on it for three months, because three months gives you plenty of time to have a real deep dive into whatever that subject is. And that way you can really make some headway. One of the other things I've just thought of, actually, so it's three three reasons that I did it. I also knew that 
what had happened is I'd started really struggling with blogging and I'd got out of the habit of producing really regular blogs. And I knew that having a weekly podcast meant that I couldn't skive off doing it. So I knew that I would have to produce a podcast every single week. And I have done, to be honest, for a hundred weeks, every single week, there's been a podcast. So it gave me that accountability because I knew, well, I'd, I'd, I'd just kind of... <laughs> I just made it a commitment, really. I said, right, I'm going to do this every week. So, so yeah, and once you have that continuity, it's good for you in so many different ways, isn't it? So, yeah, so some good things there to challenge yourself. So what can you challenge yourself on? Well, there are quite a lot of different things that you can think about that you might want to challenge yourself on. So one thing would be to get really clear on your niche. You know, it's a massive thing. So getting clear on your niche, getting clear on your message, that's a really good thing to to really concentrate on and make that a great focus. You might also want to really focus on your website. You know, if you already have a website, you might want to tweak it and change it so that your niche is really shown there. Or if you don't yet have a website, you know, it could be a time to really decide you know, get your website done, whether you do it yourself or you get somebody else to do it. And we've got lots of podcasts helping you with that as well. So, you know, check out some of the previous episodes. You could decide that, you know, you could challenge yourself to start blogging regularly, not like me. (laughs) I've got out of the habit, but blogging regularly. And when I say regularly, when we're talking about blogging, you don't have to do weekly. I mean, of course, weekly is going to, you know, ultimately be better but there's not many people these days that blog weekly blogging once a month is absolutely fine if you put a good quality blog out once a month then that's going to do your practice no end of good or it might be that you decide you're going to really focus on your social media and what I suggest there is to just pick one platform and go all in on that platform learn all about how it works all the little ins and outs of it how can you get the most out of it and once you've gone through those as your main sort of challenges then you could spend some time on like sub challenges so it might be that you know once you've started blogging you might say right I want to concentrate on SEO or if you know on social media you might say I want to concentrate on hashtags or something like that so you know I really do recommend that you give it a go I mean remember there's a really really good saying and it's a saying I use all the time and that is what you focus on improves and it's so true I mean there's something I'm focusing on at the moment and because it has that focus it is growing and it's 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 fantastic it's almost magical so give yourself something to focus on so that's what I would suggest that you do but that was one of the reasons why I decided to start a podcast because I was ready for a challenge And I was finding that I was really struggling to write consistently. And I just, like I said, I just couldn't get back into the regular habit of blogging. And I toyed with the idea of podcasts for ages because, you know, there's lots of podcasts around and I listened to a lot of podcasts and I thought I'd love to have a go at podcasting, but I'd not really got the time to look into it properly. But because the book was finished, it seemed like the perfect time for me. And I had no other other excuses, really. Well, at the time, I had a business coach, Teresa Heathware, and if you don't know her, check her out. She's an absolutely amazing lady, and she has a very popular and successful blog that's recently been renamed, and it's called Your Dream Business. So, you know, again, go and check that out. I'll put a link to that somewhere around there, around this this recording. 
So starting a podcast became a task that we worked on together, which was fantastic because she had such a lot of experience. She was so helpful. And one of the things that she did, which was amazing, was she had a recommendation for me and she recommended to me someone called Phil King from mypodcastassistant.com and he edits all of my podcasts. Now, I am a very, very long way away from being technically minded and the thought of editing my podcast, well, to be honest, I just couldn't do it. I mean, I know that a lot of people do it. I've heard that it can be very straightforward. So please, if you're thinking about podcasting and you need to podcast on a budget and you don't have enough money for um, an editor at the moment, don't let my techie terrors put you off because there are lots of people that edit their own podcast. So you know, you can certainly, certainly do it. But my editor, Phil, I mean, he's been an absolute godsend. So if you are looking for an editor, I highly, highly recommend him. So I will put his um, details around this um, recording as well. So yeah, despite the fact that I was working with Teresa and I had Phil there helping me, all the way through sort of planning it, I was still, there was a little voice in the back of my head And I still was just not quite sure whether this was the right thing for me to do. I mean, I'm not naturally a chatty person. You know, I'm a massive introvert. You know, I was never the sort of person who got told off at school for being too chatty. That's not me at all. So I was really not sure that being able to sit and just talk into a microphone would be the right thing for me to do. And if if I want to be honest about it, it filled me with like all kinds of anxiety Now, if you're not a regular listener, you won't know, but basically I'm no stranger to imposter syndrome. So, you know, of course, starting doing a podcast, it had, I had imposter syndrome just shouting at me. You know, it was saying to me, why would people choose to listen to you when you're so boring? You know, why would people listen to you? You've got a funny voice, you've got a funny accent and, you know, you're not an expert. There's other people who know more all of those things, probably the things that you might say to yourself when you're doing something new. You know, it's no different for me. It's no different for anybody. So, you know, I had to get over that imposter syndrome. But the best way to get over it is kind of to go through it. And and one of the things that's always been instrumental to me doing things, doing anything, is kind of a tenacity I don't like to be told that I can't do something, even if it's myself, even if I'm saying, oh, you can't do that. I I know it's a bit strange and I I suppose it's an inner child thing. If I hear my inner child sort of saying to me, well, you can't do that. Or even if I hear like my dad's voice in the back of my head going, well, you can't do that, Jane. There's just something that says, well, just watch me. So I do have that tenacity and that's a it's a great thing to have so if you are a bit tenacious you know use that to your advantage but yeah I always talk about you know action being the antidote to fear so if you're a bit scared of doing something the best thing is to just do it and that's that's what I did so yeah a bit anxious about it so I kind of just did it anyway and after you've done it for a while that anxiety it doesn't totally go away it has to be said but yes it has reduced like enormously So what I decided to do, and I do recommend that you do this, is to come at it from the point of view of I'm doing this as an experiment. So, you know, you don't have to do it forever. You know, you don't have to, if you decide, it's not like when you're a kid and you say you want to learn badminton and you start doing badminton 
and then you stop doing badminton because you don't like it as much as you thought and then your parents give you a hard time and say oh you never stick at anything it's not like that it's all down to you trying something just to see if it's the right thing for you it's a positive thing to do and if you try it and decide it's not for you then that can only be positive because you've taken steps to find the thing that's right for you so you know what I kind of do is I go in with a sort of oh I wonder if this is the right thing for me to do kind of mindset and I tend to you know this three months idea that I was talking about I tend to do things for three months so I decided to give this podcast my best shot for 12 episodes and I gave myself permission (laughs) I like that term but I gave myself permission that if it wasn't right for me if I wasn't enjoying it then I'd just stop And, you know, that is, I think that's important. Give yourself permission to stop if you don't enjoy it. But I didn't stop. Obviously, this is episode 100. So, yeah. So, look, tell me, have you ever considered podcasting? I'd really like to know. Just get in touch with me and let me know. Let me know what puts you off. Let me know what subjects that you're thinking of doing. Find it really interesting. So, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to talk about some of the pros and cons around podcasting because, you know, it's like with everything, there's always going to be pros and cons it's not always going to it's not going to be like everything in the gardens rosy there are always going to be some things that need a bit of extra work so let me share with you some of the pros and cons that I've come up against when when I've been podcasting so let's start with the pros now I think podcasting can be a great thing to do as an introvert like I say I am a massive introvert I'm practically a hermit you know so Basically, the beauty of this is that I can record it here, sitting on my own, which actually feels really strange to start with. But, you know, I can sit here on my own and just talk to you. And, you know, one of the massive pros is that I don't need to faff with hair and makeup. So, I mean, that is a massive win for me. I love hair and makeup. I love, you know, doing my hair, putting some makeup on. But ultimately, if I don't have to, I'm quite happy to not put hair, not do my hair, not put makeup on. So, yeah, it, you don't have to faff about like you would if you were going to have be recorded for something on video. Now, it actually takes minimal equipment. Now, once you get your system sorted out, it's a pretty simple process. So the equipment you really need is a good mic. So I already had a pretty good mic. Uh, You don't have to necessarily have an expensive mic. You can certainly have a look around. There'll be lots of um, reviews all over the place on Google. Um, Have a look at some podcasters and they, they often talk about the equipment needed. But for me, I already had a mic and I just record these on Zoom you know, so I used Zoom anyway. So it's just a case of recording this on Zoom and I just use the audio from that and I send that off to my editor and he gets to listen to me swearing when I go when I go wrong in things. Something else that you can do is you can batch episodes and that's a great way of saving time. So what you can do is you can brainstorm episodes, write your bullet points. Now, some people do... Um, some people do scripts, some people do bullet points. I tend to do a little bit of both. And then you can just record it. Though, to be absolutely honest, I really haven't perfected this yet. This is definitely something I'm going to be working on now that I've got a little bit more time. So I've changed the way that I do the Grow Your Private Practice membership because I was 
doing four live events every single month. And, you know, you can imagine that took a lot. And it, w- it was great for a while, but then over time I found that it was just too much. And it was also too much for the members, you know, because if they didn't watch the episode, they felt like they were missing out. And if they tried to watch every episode, of course, that's that's the, t- the time that it takes for it. So I've cut it down now. We have usually two episodes. So sometimes, sometimes there'll be a guest episode. Anyway, I'm digressing. But basically, it's freed me up some more time. And this is time that I can now spend on doing all of those bits and pieces that I really wanted to do, that I knew I should be doing, but I just never had time to do. So I'm going to be working on producing batch um, episodes. So batching, you know, doing two, three, four episodes at a time. So wish me luck with that. But, you know, that's a great way of saving time. One of the brilliant things about having a podcast is I can actually help more people using my podcast. I mean, the beauty of the podcast is it's free. You know, you can listen to this. It doesn't cost you anything. You can go out with your dog and have a listen or listen in the gym or some people listen in the the bath or whilst they're washing up or, you know, driving or anything. It's free. You don't have to find a lot of extra time because you can multitask while doing it. And it means that I can share loads of ideas and tips to help you on your journey in private practice, which, you know, in turn is good for my business because, of course, I want to grow the membership. So this is good for my business. So I'm letting you know that, you know, I know what I'm talking about. This is something that I love and this is something that I, you know, do professionally. And also, as more people get to know me, I get that all-important know, like, and trust factor that I talk about so often. And that is that people will buy from or use the services of people that they know, like, and trust. And that's why going on social media, that's why blogging or podcasting or any sort of content creation is a great thing to do because it really helps people. You can come across as an expert without actually saying you're an expert. So you can be an authority about something. And something else, of course, that's that's great about podcasting is that it's easily accessible. You know, people can listen to it either on their on their on their computer or when they're out and about on their phone and just listen to it via an app. So it's just dead, dead easy to listen to. And you know, podcasts are popular. Many people listen to podcasts really regularly. And you know, I do. I love podcasts and I find that. I mean, when I'm walking my dog, sometimes I don't listen to anything. Sometimes I listen to Audible and sometimes I listen to podcasts, you know, so I I've kind of have a choice. But whatever my mood is, I can find a podcast that, that sits with my mood at the time. Another thing that I really like about podcasts is that I can go into something more fully than, say, on a social media post. So if I want to do a social media post about, oh, let me think about about imposter syndrome. I can talk about it very briefly, but I can talk about it here in the podcast with a lot more depth, maybe offer you a few more different ideas around it. And I think that's great. You know, it means that I can, I can share these things with you, which is great, obviously. And one of the, one of the really, really good things about having a podcast is I can have guests. I mean, I just love it when I have guests. I'm making it now so that I have a guest once every month and more if possible, but once a month, I have a guest come onto the podcast and my goodness, have I had some amazing guests. Now, to be honest, I was going to list them all out, but I didn't realise how many guests that there'd been. 
But I'm going to tell you just a few of the things that we've talked about. I mean, we've had guests talking about things like being an introvert, money mindset, websites, making the most of um, CPD, burnout and compassion fatigue, giving back without working for free, accounting, organization, consistency, niching. I mean, there's been some fantastic and really varied guests that have shared you know, really freely, you know, they've been sharing with such generosity. So, you know, firstly, a massive thank you to the guests for coming and sharing this stuff with us. But for you, you know, be sure to check out the guest episodes if you haven't already, because there's some absolute gems there for you. And there's there's something as well about a guest episode, because we're kind of chatting as well. I think they're quite fun as well. So those are some of the pros. I mean, there's probably going to be loads more pros that I've not been able to think about just at the moment. But what about the cons? What about the sort of downsides of having a podcast? Well, I suppose for me, and it isn't for everybody, but for me, there's the cost. So the costs that I pay are I I pay to have the podcast hosted. I use Captivate, which are fantastic. And having it hosted, it's basically the place where they live. And I also, as I've said, I pay for Phil to edit them, which to be honest is worth every penny and I couldn't do this without him. But if you're looking at starting a podcast on a budget, I just want to put your mind at rest that you can get free hosting and you can edit it yourself. So if you're thinking about it, please don't let this put you off. Totally do it on a budget. I would have done if I was starting out, I would totally have learned how to edit because that's just what I've always done. If I, when I've needed to do something, I just learn how to do it because usually, you know, certainly when I was starting out, I didn't have a lot of spare money. You know, I couldn't afford, afford somebody to come and do it for me. So I just did everything myself. I just bootstrapped everything. So yeah, don't let that put you off. But for me, I do have to pay for those things. One of the other cons is time. Now, to be honest, though, you know, let me just be real here. It takes me more time than it needs to. It takes me more time than is absolutely necessary. It would totally take me less time if I was to batch the episodes like I've just talked about. And it would also take me a lot less time if I wasn't such a bloody perfectionist. I can't tell you how many episodes I've recorded And then basically I've re-recorded the next day. I mean, literally, at at least the first 10, I did that with every one of the first 10. I recorded it and then I just started again because I just went, no, they're not good enough. And I do still do that now. Not as often, thank God. Not as often, but I do do that. So uh, if you're a bit of a perfectionist, just be aware of that. But, you know, but it can take as much or as little time as you want. It can take as much or as little time as you have. And podcast episodes don't need to be very long. You know, anything between about 10 minutes and half an hour is absolutely fine. The ones that are longer than that for me are usually the ones where I've got a guest and we're having, we're just having a lovely chat, really. And I try to keep them relatively short. Because I suppose for me, because I tend to listen, the, the time I listen to podcasts most is when I'm out with the dog. So I try to make them last as long as I listen to. And I take the dog out for a walk, probably between 25 minutes, 30 minutes, sometimes a bit less, sometimes a bit more. But yeah, anyway, again, I'm digressing about my dog again. But yeah, so um, yeah, it can take us, I take too long on it. That's for sure. This is something I'm working on. 
The other thing that's a little bit of a con is because it's all audio, I can't actually show you any images, can you? So I can't show you examples. But there is a way around that. And what I do is sometimes I'll produce like a, a free download for you. So if you sometimes you can listen to an episode and I'll say there's a free download and you can go and you can download it and it's got more information for you. And what I'm actually going to do for this episode, I'm going to put together a free resource for you for this 100th episode. And it's going to have the details of all of the episodes that I've produced these free downloads for, along with the episodes and what they're about. So all you're going to need to do is visit, and I'll put the details of this somewhere around this recording, but it's janetravis.co.u slash, and it's OMG 100. So I'll say that again, janetravis.co.uk slash OMG 100. Okay, so yeah, there'll be, I don't know how many there are, I mean, they're not, there aren't tons and tons, but there'll be a few, so I'll put them there, and you can just download all of those episodes that you might not have been aware of before. So that I know there's, a, I can't remember them off the top of my head, but I know there's one, I did a podcast about um, what can you say on an initial phone call to the chances of the fact that somebody comes back uh, and books in. It, you know, it was called something a lot better than that. I really should have checked that out. It was called, what was it called? Uh, I can't remember now, but I did do a, a download for that. So what you can do is you can download that and you can keep it by your phone. I say keep it by your phone. We don't really have a phone anymore. Like I'm thinking of like a landline where we, you'd have the, like the phone book and things near the phone, but you can keep it with you or you can, you know, keep it on your phone that you can quickly check. And it talks about things like, you know, what to say and how, how to make it so that people will book in after the phone call. So yeah, I'll include those for you. And I suppose the biggest downside of podcasting is that I can't directly interact with the audience. So I can't directly interact with you. So, you know, I'm recording this sitting here on my own. I'm kind of publishing it alone. And honestly, I miss having feedback. I miss having people there that I can sort of be talking to and ask them questions. They can ask me questions, which is which is why when you contact me, and you tell me that something was useful or helped you. Well, do you know what? I'm absolutely made up. So if you have contacted me in that way, Honestly, an absolutely massive thank you. It means so much because this is kind of, I don't, you know, I, I put these recordings out there and I know people listen to them, but I don't really know how it's going. Yeah, so yeah, that is that can be a bit of a downside. But again, you know, the upsides, I think, outweigh that as well. Another consideration is that, I've not thought about this, um, but another consideration is that there are so many podcasts around there, there these days, you really are going to need to have a niche, okay? This is the way that people are going to find you. So the right people will find you and you'll be able to, to produce the sort of podcasts that they're going to be really interested in. So, you know, if you are considering podcasting, then you will need a niche for absolute sure. So, yeah. So yeah, so if you are going to start a, a podcast, well done you. Exciting times. And if you already have one, please let me know, you know, what's your podcast about? You know, get in touch with me, let me know. So yeah, this is episode 100. 
I can't believe it. I mean, really, I can't believe it. You know, I, I started doing this thinking, oh, I don't really know. And here I am, episode 100. I've learned loads since I've been doing this. And I'm still learning loads constantly. And, you know, watch this space because I've got new ideas for things to do. In fact, it was only a couple of months ago that I had the idea of doing Jane Explains. Now, if you've not sort of heard of Jane Explains, Jane Explains is when you get in touch with me with a question and then I can answer it on the on the podcast for you. So if you've got a question for me, anything to do with marketing or mindset, possibly organization, though I'm not particularly organized, but I can, I can help you with organization around marketing, then just contact me. The best thing to do is either uh, drop me an email. It's jane at janetravis.co.uk or, you know, DM me on social media. So either find me on Instagram where I'm at Grow Your Private Practice or on LinkedIn, just look for Jane Travis. It's Jane without a Y. And just, yes, say hi, drop me a DM, ask me a question and I'll do my best to answer it. So yeah, I started that a little while ago. And, you know, there's loads of different things that I'm going to try over the next, over over the next hundred episodes. So I want to give a special thank you to Teresa Heath-Waring for helping me to get started and a, a special, special thank you to Phil King from my podcast assist who has helped me right from the start. He is absolutely fantastic. And of course, a massive thank you to all of my amazing guests. I wish I could list everybody out, because, but there have, there have been a lot of guests now. I really feel humbled and honoured that you've joined me and shared all of your experience with my audience. And thank you so much. And if there's somebody out there that would like me to be a guest on their podcast, then please contact me, let me know. But I think the biggest thank you really is to you, to you, my lovely, lovely listener. Thank you very much for sort of allowing me in your ears. Thank you for, and when I say that, that just makes me think of um, Phoenix Knights of Chorley FM. If you don't know what I'm talking about, don't worry about it. But if you do know what what I'm talking about, just think about what they say about Chorley FM and ears. So I'll leave that there. Um, Thank you so much for your lovely comments. Thank you so much for the messages that you send. Like I say, this is quite a lonely thing. I don't feel I don't feel lonely, but I do this on my own. And I really do appreciate so much more than you'll ever know, both that you listen to the podcast, but also that sometimes you contact me and let me know if you found something useful. So that's it for today. So be sure to go and check out the free resource. That's going to include all the free downloads from the podcasts. That's at janetravis.co.uk slash omg100. And here's to the next 100 episodes. Thank you so, so much for listening. Thank you for making this podcast what it is. And have an absolutely fantastic time today. You know, whatever you're doing, I hope your day is absolutely fantastic. And I look forward to seeing you again next week. Okay, you take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this, then please subscribe to the show. And while you're there, I'd love it if you could leave me a big, shiny five-star review. Bye.